Hello to our viewers around the world. Welcome to our coverage of US President Joe Biden's second State of the Union address, which has just wrapped up. I'm William Howard. And I'm Brittany Culps. With the president eyeing off the possibility of running for a second term in office, he needs to deliver real change and get the public back on side. Now, on a show of unity and bipartisanship, Biden began his address by congratulating House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Now, this is the first time Biden has addressed a GOP-controlled House. You know, uh, I start tonight by congratulating the 118th Congress and the new Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Now, the theme of today's speech, I think, was certainly optimism for the future Brit. Biden trying very hard to convince the American people his administration is equipped to lead the nation through these turbulent economic times. Today, COVID no longer controls our lives. And two years ago, democracy faced its greatest threats in the Civil War. And today, though bruised, our democracy remains unbowed and unbroken. Now, Will, when we look at the whole agenda, the country's economy was certainly front and centre. Biden did note it was recovered more quickly from the COVID-19 pandemic than any other major market. Inflation, of course, at a record high, but we are seeing uh, the beginnings of that cooling after hitting a 9.1% high there. Now, Americans aren't feeling the impact just yet. In fact, only 21% of residents rate the current economic conditions as positive. Putin's unfair and brutal war in Ukraine disrupted en energy supplies as well as food supplies, blocking all that grain in Ukraine. But we're better positioned than any country on earth right now. But we have more to do. But here at home, inflation is coming down. Here at home, gas prices are down $1.50 from their peak. Food inflation is coming down, not fast enough, but coming down. Inflation has fallen every month. Now, Britt, Biden's legislative achievements were also front and centre. These include a sweeping health and climate package and infrastructure law and investments in the semiconductor industry. Where is it written that America can't lead the world in manufacturing? And I don't know where that's written. For too many decades, we imported projects and exported jobs. Now, thanks to what you've all done, we're exporting American products and creating American jobs. Now, when it comes to federal infrastructure projects, they will all need to have materials which have been made in America. Biden says his economic plan is about investing in places and people that have been forgotten. Now, the president believes too many people have been left behind. In fact, I signed over 300 bipartisan pieces of legislation since becoming president, from reauthorizing the Violence Against Women Act, the Electoral Count Reform Act, the Respect for Marriage Act that protects the right to marry the person you love. And to my Republican friends, if we could work together the last Congress, there's no reason we can't work together and find consensus on important things in this Congress as well. I think... Now, very much on brand for the president, he took aim at big business. As America suffers through an energy crisis, the president says oil companies have pocketed $200 billion in profits. He says corporations should do the right thing and pay more tax. Well, we'll not raise tax on anyone making under 400 grand, but we'll pay for it the way we talked about tonight by making sure that the wealthy and big corporations pay their fair share. Look. 
Look, look, here, here's the deal. They aren't just taking advantage of the tax code. They're taking advantage of you, the American consumer. Here's my message to all of you out there. I have your back. Now, climate change was also addressed loud and clear. Biden has promised to build new storm-resistant power grids, roads, electric vehicle, more infrastructure, all while providing tax credits for residents who want to purchase their own EV. But when it comes to global warning, Biden wants to finish the job. Let's face reality. The climate crisis doesn't care if you're in a red or blue state. It's an existential threat. We have an obligation, not to ourselves, but to our children and grandchildren to confront it. I'm proud of how, the, how America at last is stepping up to the challenge. We're still going to need oil and gas for a while. But guess what? No, we do. But there's so much more to do. We got to finish the job. And we pay for these investments in our future by finally making the wealthiest and biggest corporations begin to pay their fair share. Just begin. There it is. Finish the job. That was a slogan we heard over and over again during tonight's speech. Biden also reiterated his promise not to tax anyone who earns under 400000 a year. But no billionaire should be paying a lower tax rate than a school teacher or firefighter. Well, I mean it. Think about it. A few boos from the Republicans <laughs> there. But when it did come to the debt ceiling, of course, Biden warned Republicans not to attempt to cut Social Security or Medicare benefits either. My, many, some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it. Unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks. The idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. <laughs> Folks. Lots of heckling there, Britt. Now, mm -hmm. also, before we move on, the timings have come in. So Biden's second State of the Union clocked in at nearly an hour and 30 minutes. That's actually 15 minutes shorter than the previous record holder, which is Bill Clinton. So just a fun fact for you there. Yeah. Moving on, the U.S. has hit the debt ceiling hit by uh, set by Congress in January, forcing the Treasury to start taking extraordinary measures to keep the government paying its bills. House Republicans say they will only lift the borrowing if the government introduces spending cuts. So what is Biden's plan? The plan I'm going to show is going to cut the deficit by another $2 trillion. And it won't cut a single bit of Medicare or Social Security. In fact, 
We're going to extend the Medicare Trust Fund at least two decades, because that's going to be the next argument. How do we make keep it solvent, right? Well, we'll not raise tax on anyone making under 400 grand, but we'll pay for it the way we talked about tonight, by making sure that the wealthy and big corporations pay their fair share. Look, look, look. So, well, obviously the big theme here, let's get it done, the economy loud and clear, but perhaps surprisingly, safety and police brutality, of course, featured in this address loud and clear. Biden made a point of acknowledging the parents of the late Tyree Nichols. Now, they were in the audience. The 29-year-old Nichols, of course, beaten to death by the police officer in Memphis, gaining that widespread media attention. We had to bury Tyree last week. As many of you personally know, there's no words to describe the heartache or grief of losing a child. But imagine, imagine if you lost that child at the hands of the law. Imagine having to worry whether your son or daughter came home from walking down the street, or playing in the park, or just driving a car. Most of us in here have never had to have the talk, the talk that brown and black parents have had to have with their children. Bo, Hunter, Ashley, my children. I never had to have a talk with them. I never had to tell them if a police officer pulls you over, turn your interior lights on right away. Don't reach for your license. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. Imagine having to worry like that every single time your kid got in a car. Here's what Tyree's mother shared with me when I spoke to her. When I asked her how she finds the courage to carry on and speak out. With the faith of God, she said her son was, quote, a beautiful soul and something good will come of this. Imagine how much courage and care that takes. It's up to us, to all of us. We all want the same thing. Neighborhoods free of violence. Law enforcement of enforcement who earns the community's trust. Just as every cop, when they pin on that badge in the morning, has a right to be able to go home at night, so does everybody else out there. Our children have a right to come home safely. His death, of course, has renewed calls for police reform and reignited a national conversation on justice in policing. Biden's message, they must be held accountable. Biden also reignited calls for gun reform, calling for a ban on assault weapons. It follows the recent mass shooting in Monterey Park, California. But it's simple. All of us in, the cha in this chamber, we need to rise to this moment. We can't turn away. Let's do what we know in our hearts that we need to do. Let's come together to finish the job on police reform. Do something. Do something. That was the plea of parents who lost their children in Uvalde. I met with every one of them. Do something about gun violence. Thank God. Thank God we did. Now, of course, Biden's biggest political stage all year. So we took the opportunity to talk, talk about abortion rights, which are a massive hot topic, of course, in the United States. The U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in late June last year, repealing a nationwide protections for the procedure, which were put in place over 50 years ago. Now, if Congress attempts to pass a national ban on abortion, Biden says he will veto it. Congress must restore the right that was taken away in Roe v. Wade and protect Roe v. Wade. 
give every woman a constant right. The Vice President and I are doing everything to protect access to reproductive health care. Brit, tensions between China and the US are at an all-time high, and the infamous Chinese balloon was also mentioned in Biden's speech. The president says it's never a good move to bet against America. I'm committed to work with China where we can advance American interests and benefit the world, but make no mistake about it. As we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country, and we did. Look, 